Ionic compounds form when millions of metal atoms transfer their outer electrons to millions of nonmetal atoms at the same time. The resulting oppositely charged ions are held together in ionic lattices. Ionic lattices are giant structures that are held together by strong electrostatic forces between oppositely charged ions. This means that the structure is made of repeating units of identical structure. Different compounds can have very different lattices. For example, sodium chloride has a cube-shaped lattice. Ionic compounds have certain specific properties. They dissolve in water due to the fact that water is polar. They also conduct electricity when molten or dissolved. This is because the ions can move and carry charge when molten or solvated. They have high melting points. This is because the ionic bonds are very strong. Metals bond in a different way to nonmetals. In a metal, the valence electrons delocalize and can move about the entire material. This is referred to as a sea of free electrons. Metallic bonding is viewed as a sea of free electrons surrounding positive ion cores. The positive ion cores are attracted to the free electrons. You can think of the free electrons as a glue, holding the positive ion cores together. Metals are good electrical conductors because the free electrons can move and carry current. A general term for moving particles which carry current is charge carriers. The melting point of a metal is related to its group. A group 2 metal will donate two electrons to the sea of free electrons. This means that the positive ion cores carry a 2 plus charge. The 2 plus ion has a stronger attraction to the free electrons. This means the melting point is higher. For example, sodium melts at 98 degrees Celsius, but magnesium melts at 650 degrees Celsius. Alloys are formed typically through melting two or more elements and then solidifying them to create the alloy. Some alloys contain a mixture of metals while others can have nonmetals involved, such as carbon. The purpose of an alloy is to create a material with physical properties superior to the individual metals themselves. Alloys can broadly be classed as either substitutional or interstitial. A substitutional alloy occurs when one atom of one type of metal replaces another type of metal atom, in other words, it substitutes. For example, brass is a substitutional alloy in which copper and zinc atoms are mixed throughout the metallic bonds. An interstitial alloy occurs when an atom of small enough size fills the spaces between the metallic atoms. Typically, carbon is used to fill these spaces and helps create a stronger material by effectively filling in the empty spaces that may otherwise cause the alloy to be weak. Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies!